PKA278, I think. Yeah. Welcome to the show. More of a PKN, but either way. Yeah. PKA? Yeah. <laughs> Shortest PKA. How's everybody doing? Yes. Everybody have a good week so far? I have. Yeah. You know who's had a real I shit week? Uh, me my dogs. Oh. Because they both, they, they lost their nuts today. Oh. Yeah. I think you should cut yours in solidarity. In solidarity? Yeah, I mean, if the Church yeah. of Kyle would approve. Maybe. We are one. <laughs> just go full. Just go full. Balls off. I'm you not balls I'm not off. Gonna... You might like forget priesthood. You'd be a deity. I really might be. I just I forego all female company ship and I just get really rich and then eventually I kill myself because I'm so depressed. <laughs> That's what would probably like Alan Turing. Nice. Yeah, uh. just like Alan Turing. But yeah, it's I. Uh, I took him real early this morning and dropped him off at like eight and then. My girlfriend wasn't going to be, I was, I've been busy all day running around and my girlfriend wasn't going to be able to get him until like 3.30 or something. And so I was like, oh, maybe they're kind of in line for the procedure. So they won't be like sitting there in a weird uh, anesthesia uh, woozy state oh. for hours. But then at like 10.30, I get a call and the lady's like, yep, uh, Teddy and Fozzie, the procedure went fine. Now they're both just kind of uh, sleeping in the cage on anesthesia. And I was like, oh. Oh, they just, now they just got to spend like four more hours there and waiting. But uh, yeah, it was, I came home. They're both in a cone. Uh, they put <laughs> a too small of a cone on Fozzie. So my girlfriend had to run back and get a bigger one. And I was, I was imagining Fozzie, like just wanting to immediately just go right to nutsack land and start like biting at it. Mm. But maybe just cause there's such little dogs. It's been like what? Seven, eight, nine hours since they got anesthesia. They're still walking around like drunk. Like yeah. not able to function at all, and it's like it's making me sad. Oh, I'm just like, normal. oh my! I think it probably I think my dogs are wasted never... all day. And then that guy in the Patreon hangout that had the news nose surgery, he was wasted all day. That's yeah. true. Yeah, but I, I didn't really expect it. I expected it to be more like a few hours later they'd be mostly okay, other than the cone. Mm. But yeah, they're they're stumbling around the little oh, the gentle true. little boys and just sad. I was like, oh oh I. <laughs> feel so bad for you now you won't mark on my my carpet anymore so it's a net win but uh <laughs> how would yeah. you feel equally as bad if they were girl dogs they're bitches uh it depends if they're if they're acting the same way i would mm. yeah it was it's more just seeing them in a funk probably confused not knowing what's going on that you empathize and you're like oh poor little guys don't even know what's going on yeah they're gonna have nightmares about this i just feel like taking a guy's <laughs> balls is taking his manhood right and if you were to do the equivalent to a girl where you take like her ovaries i guess i don't know i just feel like it doesn't change her identity yeah i think i think with girl dogs maybe they you know with obviously with maybe human right. females they, they do um the, they tie the tubes i know that's the 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 way that we people used to put it i don't think that's the exact uh the surgical um explanation but with dogs i believe they perform a complete hysterectomy oh yeah I think i'm not 100 right. sure the difference is a hysterectomy well, is the total the, removal of the ovaries, whereas just yes. tie, tube tying is just taking the. Is it literally just ovaries? I, I think it may be more than ovaries. Yeah, like um, oh, uterus. That's what it is. Taking it's like the, the ovaries and the uterus, like fucking just a full gutting. Like an yeah, old and car. so the difference is the ovaries are, are the um, the organ that produce the estrogen for the female and make her a female, and and all and that's and the estrogen is a big part of brain chemistry that's giving them energy and making them enjoy life in many ways, and it's also helping to regulate other uh, biochemical things going on in the body. So when a woman, a human woman, has a hysterectomy it can really kind of be life wrecking and they have to go on mm -hmm. um, hormones mm -hmm. uh, almost all the time if they're being treated correctly. So with a dog, we're just like, mm -hmm. ah, she's fixed. Meanwhile, <laughs> she's sitting there like, I'm feeling oh, broken. I feel <laughs> if broken. I had thumbs, I would blow my head off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's, uh, it, it, I wish that they could just like tie the tubes of the dog because that's really just like yeah. leaving them as a female that functions, except for that one little part that carries, you know, the, the egg to the uterus. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I'm sure they'll be okay. Yeah. They'll be yeah. Fuck it. They're going to have a happy <laughs> life. They're Taylor's dogs. They're, they're, yeah, they're what are they script. on the couch in the, uh, in the heat eating whatever people food right now? They'll be okay. Yeah. They're going to, yeah. They're going to get so pampered. Like, yeah. cause my, my girlfriend's going to make sure they have every single little thing they want for the next week while they have to wear these. And Silly you know, cones. they, they got, they had their last day of having nuts fun. Cause we had so much snow last night and like last night like any any training of come here come come 
out the window out the window when there's snow on the ground because they're so <laughs> fucking excited they run around totally become an icicle and then i have to take a goddamn uh hair dryer and like hold them up and and defrost them basically oh. uh, fozzy kind of likes that he's like oh man whew, nice nice can we do this when i'm not even frozen sometimes and teddy scares them to you death. have to yeah. death you know but he's he, he's got to buck up a little bit he's got to buck up buttercup he's afraid of way well, too taking many his things. balls out to really make him more masculine yeah, or <laughs> it'll make him uh just kind of bleh indifferent kind of lackadaisical know? and eh. oh is that a car coming hmm I wish I could see red. Yeah. Oh, is that a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, you know, now, like, first little victory. I mean, they're still on their drugs, but a, a guy came to finally look at my, my garage door opener or my garage door thing because I, I went on YouTube, tried all those things, like the little wiping of the, the shit, doing all that. It, yeah. it still still was not working. Damn. And the, the actual garage door itself at this point, like, it makes a very troubling snap sound like halfway through going down and I'm like, ah, I don't think it's cobwebs. <laughs> <laughs> I think it may be something more, but yeah. he came to the door, rang the doorbell and the dogs were too high to even bark or freak out. So little, little victories. But like I was yeah. saying, yeah, I was last night, them running around being so disobedient in the snow, freezing their little balls off. I was just like, God, can't wait to get you guys fixed tomorrow and you'll start being more obedient and you, you'll actually you know, want to you know, obey a little better, stop being so rambunctious, and now I, now I just feel bad for him. So, so yeah. Anyway, that's not very interesting. How was how's your guys' week going? Pretty good, pretty good. Had a lot of fun. Uh, I uh, my dad came over. We watched the uh, the UFC event. I cooked dinner for everybody. Uh, very tasty. Make? Made some filet mignon. Made Ooh. some asparagus. It's very nice. Good choice. Uh, sous vide it up and put it in the cast iron. And then watched an awesome UFC event. Dad got tuckered out uh, somewhere around, uh, somewhere <laughs> right before the women's fight, and he went to bed. Uh, so, but I stayed up and fin finished everything else off. Although the Max Holloway fight just about put me to sleep. Um, it was uh, there it were was a good four decisions of out of the final five fights, if I recall correctly, right? Could have been. Could have oh, been. Maybe Faber was finished. No, Faber decision two, right? Fa I thought Faber got finished. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was three out of five. If he didn't, he should have. God damn, he was getting fucked up. He's so tough. Like, sometimes in a loss, a fighter, I get more respect from, they get more respect from me. I'm not phrasing it right. Yeah. You know, like, like a, man, that guy's a tough son of a bitch. Colby Covington, the main event. I, they, I kept hearing, Colby has fooled everyone into thinking he can't fight. Because he talks so much smack, they think that that's what he's about. Colby can fight. And oh, yeah. that was so even. It was even going into the fifth round. He was going to lose the fifth. He, he lost that fight. And, uh, he lost the fifth for sure. And uh, it, there was like a little controversy that the judge stopped at a touch early. Best mm -hmm. case scenario. He gets pummeled some more, survives it, and loses a decision. Like that. Yeah, I that, felt like he had hit Usman with like his best shots, and, they, and Usman was just eating him. He hit Usman with a very clean uppercut at one point, and Usman's head barely moved. I it feel was, like. Oh, I'm sorry. If they fight 10 times, I don't think Usman gets 10 wins. I, I don't know what that number is. Five, mm -hmm. six, you know. Yeah, Colby catches him with a head kick at least once. Col Colby's going to get him once right? or twice. Or Colby, um, uh, Colby's jaw broke. And there's something I don't fully understand about broken jaws. It's like a, it doesn't need surgery, I guess, but it's like a misplaced mandibular fracture that's still in place. Or I, I'm out of my depth. Mm -hmm. But his jaw was broken a little. Maybe that doesn't happen. That changes the way Colby fights. You know, maybe Colby can go in there a little harder, doesn't it? I, I don't know. But Colby went in there, two and a half rounds, broken jaw, tough as nails. I yeah. really enjoyed watching him fight. I want to see the next one. Like, I'm a bigger fan than I was before the loss. I want to see Colby uh, Woodley, which I guess is the next fight uh, for him. Colby. He's on a six-month uh, suspension, uh, medical suspension. Okay. Um, because of the broken jaw. And, uh, and Usman just... Wow, looking like a world beater. Usman, I want to see against great. Masvidal. So I don't know that Masvidal wins fight. that, but and then and then poor Leon Edwards out in the cold. I want to see loser v loser, right? Whoever I want to see Jorge versus the loser of Woodley Covington. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, I, I, I assume Jorge would lose when I said that, but yeah. Um, 
I don't know if that it, it I guess it depends on who how Jorge loses. Like if, if Jorge goes and gets starched, mm-hmm. then I think definitely you gotta you gotta get that who, the winner of Colby um uh Woodley in there because Woodley's been sitting out in the cold for a while and he was the champ for so long. No, I th- I think we're on the same page. So Covington Woodley, right? Both lost their last fight, yeah. fight each other. Jorge Usman fight each other, and mm. then Losers fight each other and winners losers fight and each win- other. And winners fight each other. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Same night. <laughs> I don't I don't remember what your predictions were for the I, the Usman Covington one. Were you guys um, split on it or did my you heart pick? said Kobe, but my mind said Usman for sure. And so I just said Kobe. I think I Colby. said the same thing. And, and I my uh, opinion of Colby changed a little bit, right? It used to be I don't really like this guy, but I do like him on my TV, so I hope he wins, right? Sure. You know, he's entertaining. Mm-hmm. After, like, I, I just so respect him battling adversity like that and not quitting. Yeah, that for it, our entertainment. It, it, mm-hmm. It's made me even like him. You know, and he's he's a bad guy. He's trying to be disliked. He goes mm-hmm. out there, everybody boos him. He's he's working that angle. You're supposed to hate him, but he's so gutsy. I, I can't. I, hate I almost him. feel like the people who dislike Colby are a little dumb because uh, they're not they're, in on the joke. They're marks. Yeah, and I I might be uh, on the borderline there because they're no no no. T- I, I think it's okay to hate the things he does, but I think it's if you believe that that's him. Okay, I guess what I'm saying is I think it's okay to hate his tactic of manipulation and, and what he's trying to do within the organization to make himself uh, get in front of a lot of eyes. And it's working. If, if you don't like someone who pretends to be the bad guy just to be the bad guy, then that's a thing. But if you truly believe that he's the bad guy the same way that WWF guys used to believe that like <laughs> this wrestler Iron or that Sheik wrestler, is actually, you know, representing Iranian interests yeah. in, the, in, the, exactly. in the ring. If, you, yeah. if you're in that fold, then you're a mark. I hear you. I there is a piece of me with Colby that I'm like, where does the truth start and falsehoods begin? Right? Like, go back to his old interviews and you see. I, I hear, yeah, and I've I've seen those, but I'm like, I wonder if he's really in the bag for Trump or if he just knows that it gets under people's skin to wear the MAGA hat. It's got to be that. Uh, okay. Um, I would say like eighty percent. This is the trolliest thing you can do, and twenty percent. Well, I didn't like Hillary. People who know Colby, <laughs> yeah. people who know Colby, are going against him. John Jones was his roommate in college. John Jones had something that was kind of convincing to me. He said, "Look, people think I'm a bad guy, right? You hit a pregnant woman and run away. People think you're bad, <laughs> but I think Colby's bad." Right? And I was like, "Whoa, that's that's effective framing for me. Like, if I'm a two out of ten, I still look down on this dude." And then mm-hmm. uh, Jorge Masvidal, they were good friends. Now Jorge is like, this guy is scum. He didn't pay his coaches what he was, what they're due. And, and I'm just like, man, he's not paying his bills. The people who know him best hate him. <sighs> I still like him on my TV. Yeah, I still like him on my TV, man. Uh, Colby forever. Uh, I'm, I, I like trolls. I like entertainers within uh, MMA. I think that otherwise it can get very dry if you get two guys who walk out and bow to each other and fight to the best of their abilities and then hug and, and break and break apart. <laughs> it can get very I do not dry. want sportsmanship. The, no, I yeah. want theatrics. No, I'm with Kyle, though, because the, the, the women had a really tough Nunez versus Durandamy, perhaps something close to that. Um they hugged going into the fifth round at this, like they respect and, and, and I'm just like, two thumbs down, two thumbs down. I want, look, I like women hugging perhaps more than most, but not in the octagon. Yeah. I I'm, I'm okay with show, with showing respect within the fight when it's earned. I, I get that. I didn't feel like any respect had been earned at that point of that fight. I, I felt like it had played out exactly how the analyst predicted it would play out exactly how the first fight between them more or less played out with, Nunez recognizing the superior length and striking of Durandamy and therefore taking her down to the ground with her superior wrestling and jujitsu and letting that play out. And it but played out for five rounds. For after the, th- like after the, the bout, you know, like sure. imagine if, you know, Tom Brady's out there, you know, in the Super Bowl again. And at halftime, he's like, Hey, before we get to Beyonce's song, I just want to know, let everybody know 
It's been a close game. It's been a fun game. And win or lose, I'm going to go to bed easily and happily tonight. It's really about yeah. the no, friends Tom, I made along you, the way. You bitch. Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> honestly, I think I'd look tacky if I had five rings and then one on the other hand. So I watched, I'm fine with <laughs> I watched a clip of uh, Michael Jordan the other day, and uh, I, I don't remember which. Um, they, they were playing to get into the championships, into the finals. And uh, they were going to like game five or game six against um, – uh, might have been that might have been Miami, but I'm probably wrong about that. It doesn't really matter. But what had happened in their uh, previous game, they had lost away, and, uh, and uh, one of the opponents had elbowed Scottie Pippen in the head and put this huge mm -hmm. knot on Scottie's head, and it was intentional. He went up for the ball mm -hmm. and he came down with like a, a twelve to six, el six elbow, which, as we all know, is illegal. And uh, especially in basketball, Jordan took it very personally, and he kept saying that, like, like there's behind the scenes footage. He's like, this one's personal. This is this this isn't business anymore. We're gonna play with high intensity, and we're not gonna beat them up. We're gonna beat them because that's what they do. And Jordan goes out and fucking like twenty in the first quarter or something crazy like that. Just at one point they're up like sixteen to two at the in the beginning of the game, just completely dominate them, treat them like shit. But at the beginning, when it's time for the captains to shake hands, Jordan's hands on the hips. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> No, and I like that kind. I like that in yeah. sports. Like I'm inspired and, and, by it. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what I'm looking for. It, it, like, like I like he, he's like, we're not going to beat them up like they do us. We're going to beat them on the court. And he he say, he reiterated that time and time again because he felt like they had like cheap shotted Scottie Pippen to try to get an advantage in the game because Scottie's the man. As a Flyers fan, like it, it's not true anymore, but for the longest time, they were the Broad Street Bullies. And then when they weren't, they still had the echoes of that. They still really valued having some of the, one of the toughest teams in hockey. And it'd be like, yeah, we lost the game, but we won two fights. So that's pretty much a tie. Yeah. And that's yeah. how it felt. <laughs> it was like, I, 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 I'm okay with this outcome, actually. We scored one goal, two knockouts. <laughs> I call that a win, boys. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we can be proud of this one. You guys represented Broad Street. I, I, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that in sports, and um, I, I don't like it when the veil is sort of pulled away and you see that these people are just working a job. Like, I like to believe that they're not. That's what's so um, cool about fights like Khabib and Connor. Mm -hmm. There's a true hatred going on there, at least one way. I don't think there's a hatred from Connor to Khabib. But Khabib certainly hates Connor. Yes, and and so that that one matters. You, you know, Khabib's not a guy who's good at promoting fights necessarily. Like like it, on a scale from one to ten, maybe he's a five, but he's certainly not a seven or eight. It, I don't even watch like the pre-fight things, but my understanding is Connor is aggravated at Khabib because it's almost like Connor is using improv style comedy where he's hoping that Khabib will give him a yes and, and mm -hmm. then he can play off of that. But then mm -hmm. Khabib's just like. No, actually, I, I'm not. I do not do that. I pray five times a day, and that is it. <laughs> you went to make fun of this, and kind of like, yeah, I kind of you know punch it up a bit. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get people excited about this fight, and you're just you're just a Debbie Downer. So I, I, think that I, kind of I hear Kyle's thing about Khabib not promoting fights well, and that might be true. I think that I'm a unicorn in that everything he says is is funny and magic and better to me. Like when when um. Taylor does Russian accents to describe what Tarasenko says. Like those lines aren't Connor brilliant in a normal regular accent. Like, you know, but but when you put it in this like slightly confused Russian thing, like, why is he saying that? I don't I just exercise. And you know, I, I agree. I don't actually like Taramasu. Why is he calling me fat? I'm not fat. It's almost like a Russian character can make things more interesting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're coming from. Yeah, and, and uh, so it, other people might not think Khabib is great at selling fights, but it works on me. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I like the flamboyance and the shit talking, and uh, I I really enjoy that from Connor. It, it, different people promote fights in different ways. You know, um, Jorge's great at it. I think Askren was excellent at it. Um, but but yeah, it was it was an interesting night of fights. I, I felt bad for Max, but Max. Some people were saying Max lost a step. I, I was, I, you know, I go through the Reddit comments. I see what people are saying on RMMA. Oh, Max lost a step. And then somebody came right back, and I agreed with them. They, it's like they typed my the response before I could, not that I would have typed it, but before I could even think it. It's like, no, 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 no. Max is 28. Max didn't lose a step. Give give this other guy, like, 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 like praise. Don't take away from mm -hmm. Max. Max is still Max. Max is a badass. This uh, Volkanovsky guy or whatever his name is from uh, Australia, 
is a new level of badassery that we haven't quite seen yet. And he has defeated our original badass. Now he is king badass. <laughs> like, 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 don't take away from Max. Max is still Max. He Some... can get better. He can improve. He's 28. But this new guy is a badass. I don't know many champions that lost their title at 28. So there's not a lot of history there. Something about being champion seems to wear on people, right? I, the, the extra Media press, the extra attention, the way people treat you, the maybe a sense of entitlement. I made that part of I don't know. But people... Being champion is this weight on fighters that the up-and-comers don't have. They have nothing but focus. And mm -hmm. You know what would make all of these sports that have, like, Russians and, and, like, Eastern Europeans and shit in them better? Like, is if the UFC or the NHL, or I guess, like, NBA, NFL don't really have those guys. But if they just were like, all right, we're going to pay for English tutoring until you get competent. <laughs> and then we stop. <laughs> We are we're not <laughs> we're not getting you fluent. We're getting you competent. If your English gets too good, we're getting you a Russian roommate. That's the worst part <laughs> about Tarasenko being out all year for us. Is I'm pretty sure he's going to double down and actually figure English out, and I don't care for that. <laughs> because like, yes, even, yes. even as far as like winning the Stanley Cup, like Game Six, they're asking like him, Petrangelo, our captain, they're like asking him questions. Petrangelo's Canadian, even though it sounds like an out there name. Mm. Someone's like, so Vladdy. Do you think that uh, you know Petrangelo's uh, influence, uh, that leadership that he brings to the room? Do you think that's that's rubbing off on you? And he was like, "What these, uh, what these rub off mean? What what do you mean rub off on me? He not rub on me. <laughs> just like that's what we need. More times where they just don't get it, and then we can all laugh at them. Like, and that would be just as good as the UFC when they had their little barking back and forth orders, mm -hmm. like uh, like little intimidation tactics. I want." semi-fluent guys i don't want someone coming in there that's smart i don't yeah. want to see a guy who knows another language speak my language as well as i can speak it mm -hmm. they're already tougher than me leave the audience feeling a sense of superiority <laughs> i enjoy that i enjoy that when they barely speak english you, it can get into some nonsense when, when there's translations going on though like yeah. like that guy mistranslated aldo like like really? for some somehow they let aldo's opponent translate for him <laughs> even funnier <laughs> this is like, He's like, yeah, he says I'm great, and he's <laughs> thankful for the opportunity to have fought me, and uh, he respects the judge's decision. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. And Aldo's walking away. He speaks fucking Portuguese. He doesn't yes. know what the fuck's going on back there behind him. <laughs> Aldo won that fight, I think. Oh, personally. did he get cheated out of it, you think? I, that's my belief. That's Aldo's belief as well, and that's a good number of people's as well. I'm hey, look at the media school. Aldo yeah, versus I saw the booty fight? He fought um, Marias, right? Uh, Sorry, Morris. Marias, I believe is how it's pronounced. He's another Brazilian, but the man speaks fluent English. And uh, Aldo, Ooh. on the other hand, not. I don't know if he speaks ABC English. Yes. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't think he could tell you hello. Um, he really struggles with it. Oh. Um, <clears throat> but but yeah, I thought Aldo won that fight. Uh, I, I, Aldo thought he won the fight. Rogan thought he won the fight for what that's worth. And, um, so, you know, the, significant strikes. I know Aldo had the edge. I just looked it up. Uh, there's a site that does media scores, which I find I just use it as a gauge for, like, more opinions. Uh, it was a split decision on the cards. The media score had it 9 to 9. So very close. Yeah. 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 Did you hear what Cejudo had to say about the, the, what happened in that fight? I know that he wanted the loser, right? He texted Dana and he said, hey, that was bullshit. Aldo won that fight. Let's just treat him like he did. Let's give him let's give him the next title shot. And, and Dana was like, I agree. Let's do it. And so that's what they're going to do. They're going to do Aldo versus Huda for the title that's and just fuck Marias over. So here's I what, love it. All right, all right. When you, I'm starting to love it. You're bringing me over. But when I first <laughs> heard it, I was like, freaking Cejudo. He's always going for the easiest money fights he can find. And I hate to throw Cruz into this, but Cruz is very popular. There's a high reward. And he hasn't fought in years. And he must be approaching 40. I don't know how old the guy is. But he wants him, right? He's calling out Cruz. He's calling out Faber. He's calling out Aldo. Uh, Aldo looks 100 now. He looks like an old man. Like, literally like an old man who could be in a wheelchair. What, he's 28? What? Right. He was he was only he's walking out. My dad, my dad goes, man, that guy looks old. And I thought he was old, too. I, got, I was like, he is. And in my head, I'm thinking like he was on, he was getting close to 40. 
And then they said, can you believe Aldo's only 28? He's 33. <laughs> 33? He is, yeah. Um, Could have, okay, it's Holloway that's 28. Holloway is 28. That, yeah, that is Oof, that would have But been still, 33 is quite young. He's younger than I expected. He doesn't look 33. I was, I was, I'm 33. <laughs> I was going for 37 <laughs> with Aldo. Uh, that, that's what I thought he was going to be. That's, but, that big scar on his face doesn't help, and the weight cut didn't either. Right. Yeah, the weight... It, the way actually both you're right about that yeah but anyway um i i just feel like he's been not i, I like it when guys say who's the toughest motherfucker out there khabib is doing that khabib is like i want tony ferguson and they're like don't you want connor again that's the money fight he says tony's earned it and if poirier had won or something they were like let's fight poirier instead like like the, he just wants the toughest guy he can find period um uh, then you get Cejudo out there who's like, you know, he does the whole GSP like, huh, whose stock is overvalued right now? I disagree. All right. So, so I, I believe that he's done that in the past. But in this instance, I feel like it's, it's justice because I believe Aldo won that fight. And if I'm in Cejudo's shoes, I would rather fight Marias than Aldo. Um, okay. Aldo proved that he can make that cut and that he's a badass at that cut. Aldo looked great. Okay. Yeah. Is that, I don't have a strong opinion on the winner. I watched it, but I was also performing tech support on my brother's computer at the same time. Yeah. So I, I don't have a hill to die. I like, liked that fight a lot. Yeah. That was my favorite fight of the evening, I mm. thought. And I was pumped at the end. I was like, yeah, Aldo got it. Aldo got the win. Good for Aldo. You know, and, and then they just, they, they say the other guy's fucking name. And it's just like, holy shit. That really took the wind out of my sails for that. Mm. It, it was a good card on paper, but in the end... I didn't love the Nunez fight. I, yeah. I felt like it was a little uneventful, mm -hmm. um, or a lot uneventful. Mm -hmm. I, I loved the main event. I thought that was an excellent five round. Perhaps fight of the year. It was very good. It was very good. Um, I, I have a short memory when it comes to these things. I would have to see a clip of everything that's happened this year. Um, but but excellent, excellent fight. But the Max Holloway fight kind of sucked. Not just because I hate to see Max lose, but because kind of kind of sucked. And um, my favorite fight of the evening might have been that young kid who's like 20. Oh, yeah. looks like Ben Askren's son. Dude, he, <laughs> uh, I don't remember his name either. He was one of the prelims or fight card guys. Mm -hmm. uh, and did you, when he, this guy was 20, right? <laughs> you hear his voice and he sounds 11. And <laughs> afterwards, he's like, man, I'm so excited. After this fight, I go to go get candy. I'm going to have M&M's, I think. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm going to go get candy. My dad goes, does he mean candy? <laughs> or is that like code for something? Does M&M's mean pussy? Oh, he's not talking about nose clams. He's talking about going to a vending machine right now. Yeah. Joe Rogan is, is like, What's I've never name? felt older. Uh, we don't know. I've I'll never felt older. Right. I just interviewed a fighter and said he's going to go get candy afterwards. What the hell? Uh, Pick the youngest guy. Uh... Uh, I started. I my uh, my YouTube started recommending uh, recommending all of his fights to me, and uh, it was Chase Hooper is his name, uh, and uh, and I watched a few of his fights, and he he's an amazing wrestler, amazing mm -hmm. jujitsu practitioner, and he's got some pretty decent ground and pound. He was originally on um, Dana White's Looking for a Fight show, I think. Okay. Or or maybe Contender or something like that. One of those shows that Dana White does, Looking for Prospects. And he did the same thing. He was on this guy like a goddamn spider monkey, and he ate some shots to get inside. It. I like I, him. I would say one-dimensional fighters don't usually do that well. If Khabib wasn't doing so great right now, so I don't know. This guy is very, very tall and long and lanky. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's it, a string it, bean. Just and he didn't look. He looked like he had a little body fat on him. Like, like he's he was twenty not, now, so he could evolve into like the same weight class, but just stronger. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I I enjoyed him. I enjoyed his personality too. And like I said, I watched two more of his fights, um, that you know, previous fights afterwards, and I liked those as well. His voice cool killed guy. me. I didn't expect yeah. him to sound like a child. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What if he got up there and he sounded like Olaf the Impaler? It was good fight. <laughs> I wrap my enemy up and ride him like. It bear. was really great. Now I can have candy without guilt. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, is he Russian? Is he, no, he's, he's American. American. He's just oh. an American kid. He's an American um, child. He just, he just wants some Mike and Ike's. <laughs> he, he, 
tweeted the out the tropical kind. You know, he tweeted something. out this picture today. I'll try to find it. It's it's like had a good day at the park today with my dad, and it's Ben Askren pushing him on a swing. Oh, <laughs> is that him funny. or did Ben tweet that tweet? Do you have it backwards? Maybe one uh, of us does. It, it's possible, but I'm I'm gonna try to find it. Um, that's funny. Yeah, he he tweeted it out. Oh, okay. What a what a wholesome little little thing to want after a fight. Candy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the man can't buy a beer, you know? Oh, you're right. Yeah, he I guess that's true. It. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, one of the announcers, maybe it was uh, a Daniel Cormier, I was like, I'm going to get that guy some alcohol because he can't buy it himself. <laughs> uh, See, so, those those rules don't apply to athletes. Right? Yeah. They really don't. Oh, Robert I, Thomas was 18 when we won the cup. He got so drunk, he vomited on Market Street in front of everyone, and nobody cared. My favorite story, Tiger Woods won the Masters, right? And he's Tiger yeah. Woods, and he goes to a club, and he's going to go clubbing. This is like the night of his victory or the day after, and he's just like, okay, yeah. And the bouncer's like, no, you can't go out there. You, you can't come in. You, know, you have to be 21. And he's like, I'm Tiger Woods. And the bouncer says, I don't care if you're the Lion King. You can't get in here unless you're 21. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. Cool bouncer of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but now he's, that bouncer has a story for the rest of his life. Yeah. Hey, do you know that I turned down Tiger Woods uh -huh. when he was yeah. 20 years old? That yeah, bartender almost got tipped 5,000, but I fucked it up for everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that Dana White got That's kicked true. out of some casino. I forget which one it was. And the crew got mad at management. I think I kicked out for winning too much. And they're like, this guy tipped so well. Like, you're legitimately impacting our annual income by having <laughs> Dana White not come in anymore. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, Mandalorian well, is just a normal TV show. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my foot down. I, I, I heard Sandy Ravage talk about <clears throat> on Twitch. Not that I could have chatted with him or anything. because <laughs> <laughs> But I was watching anonymously from my band account. <laughs> and... Uh, He's like, Mandalorian fucking sucks. I don't know why people think it's special. And it's a little farther than I want to go or further. But um, I, I, it's just a regular TV show. I don't know that so, it's better than Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So I enjoy it. I like it a lot. However, um, it seems like a flavor of the week kind of thing where every week we're going to go to our next destination with little or no explanation. And we're going to find our next uh, celebrity um uh, guest on the show and we're going to have an episode with him that really is just a bunch of action pieces that kind of fall short of what we expected from a hundred million dollar show i like, like it. a whole show of fetch quests for the uh, no I, it would be nice if they were fetch quests if there were a reason behind the things he were doing but it's just like earning a little money here and there to like keep fueling his ship so it's just like what Jesus Christ! Like, like every episode is is like him. Like this, the the, the most recent one was the Bill Burr episode, and I mm -hmm. was I had high hopes. Somebody even messaged me like, "Hey, you're gonna want to watch this one," and I was like, "Let's go! Mm -hmm. This must be the good one." And <sighs> Bill Burr didn't have a lot to work with, and there was a guy who was literally the devil, who was who was on the crew. It was like a crew of like. It was like a heist crew. Yes, you know how everybody has their own stereotype, their own trope. And they stick to that and do nothing else. Ah, we got the devil guy. He's a real rough character who doesn't He's say the muscle. Much. He's the muscle. And we got Bill Burr. He's the wise cracking guy with eight guns on him. Ah, don't and... get me started on space women. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah worse. Rick and Morty yeah. ruined this uh, episode of The Mandalorian for me because as they were putting together their crew, you know, it was like yeah. the tropes. Yeah. 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 I was saying. It fell short for me, you know, like, like, like I, I, I didn't like it very much. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm I would give the Mandalorian a, a six and a half out of 10 at this point as a series. Mm -hmm. uh, the first episode really hooked me. Um, there's just something about the writing and the kid friendly nature of the show. That's annoying me. I love baby Yoda though. Don't I know you think it looks fake or whatever. And you're not into it. I fucking love baby Yoda and I want him to have his own spinoff where he just <laughs> boo-boos, gagas and fucking there's a part where like the, the baby Yoda gets cornered uh, in like the previous episode and there's a bad. No, it was in this recent episode and the bad guy's about to shoot baby Yoda for like no apparent reason. And baby Yoda goes with his little three clawed hand like he's going to use the force on the guy. And suddenly the guy's head explodes because the Mandalorian has shot him in the back of the head. And baby Yoda goes, huh? <laughs> and like yeah. looks at his own hand and it, I, I like that shit. I, I like am. when he's sipping his broth. I, I, I like sipping Baby Yoda. His broth. See, like a whole show about Baby Yoda would have even fewer legs than. Remember, like, I, fucking 12, 15 years ago when they made that Geico Caveman show for like yeah. three episodes? And I feel like the writers were like, even before it started, like, 
but you know, you know, he really only makes jokes about car insurance. I don't, I don't know where we're <laughs> going to go from here for a full sitcom. Like, I'm, that's what would happen. With the I'm Yoda. hoping that, like, an episode or two from now, Baby Yoda starts talking normally. Like, hey, can we catch the early bird special at Cracker Barrel? You know, what's going on at Golden Corral right now? And he's like, you can talk? Yeah, I'm fucking 50. Of course I can talk. <laughs> yeah. Can we I get some a senior specials? I hope that the reason that he speaks incorrectly is because someone, like, the... His English teacher didn't diagram sentences right. His English teacher <laughs> literally had a stroke. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> These are words they are. Yes. <laughs> and he's just really just focusing on that method. He just doesn't go back from it. So, yeah. yeah I, I, I but, but I'm starting more of the Mandalorian. I'm starting to dislike it somewhat, but I, I'll keep watching, of course. You know, um, yeah. I'll tell you what had a, had a great episode and bounced back for me. And that's Rick and Morty. Um, Ooh, okay. The most recent episode of Rick and Morty um, that involves snakes. Uh, that's all I'll say. Um, I found to be very good. Um, they rip apart the the entire premise of time travel, and uh, and and why it's garbage and entertainment. Um, and they make a few references, and it, I I found it to be excellent. I liked Season it a lot. Season four, right? That's what they're on. Yes, I'll have to check that. I've been like I had totally forgotten how funny I thought like early season Simpsons was. Like that episode where you know Mr. Burns is trying to hire someone who's kind of like you know, an actor to play him and everybody's doing their like, excellent kind of thing. And then Homer comes in and he goes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, like just little things like that. I'm just cracking my ass up. That's exactly. such a feel good. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Just not like, I, I don't know. It's just such a feel good show for me. I haven't watched it in so long. I, I love the Simpsons. That's such right. a fun, fun show. Speaking yeah. of, uh, you said you were watching Sandy Ravage, Woody. Your your suspension's up, right? Like, aren't you? I checked. I was to able to log in? in today. Yeah, I might. I might nice. stream tonight. We'll see. I've been Out playing. Of Twitch a... jail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was acting like a flipping maggot. I guess. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I said. I, I fucking faggot on my stream. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so what? It's the wings quote, right? Wings had a bad game. He lost the one v one. He goes, "Yeah, keep laughing, you fucking faggot." I had a bad game. That was happening in my chat. I said it and. I got banned. So that that's yeah. I think that's the the it was only a week. When I Lame. if it was 30 days I might have asked for some sort of mercy. I've never been banned before, but at 7 I was like, uh eh, I can do this. I'll just I'll just yeah. serve my time. When I'm like done with a uh, stream or whatever, you know, people are always like raid this channel, raid that. And they always want me to raid Wings if he's on, but I'm like I don't want I feel like that might be like not not an uplifting kind of raid. And so I, I just did do it. like, like, yeah, <laughs> I, I either do, yeah, I either do you or Tucker usually mm -hmm. or filthy if one of them's on and it was fun doing it to Tucker because like immediately everybody bombs in with the RSKs and you see Tucker's kind of wheels turning where he's like, Oh, that's right. The real sweet kids. That's all they are. That's all the big, big people that are in my chat. They're all just real sweet kids. Aren't we? Let's keep it to real sweet kids in here, boys. Real sweet. Kids. Just like, want, like, like hearing that. I'm just like, Oh, I didn't even consider he might be concerned about my chat popping in. And, and it's like him like well. showing up at your work and dropping some N bombs. <laughs> that, that, that you guys hit. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know that guy. Taylor, do some racist accents, Taylor. That's what the ton of donations Taylor, are. It's just, here's $5. Do African guy, but he's starving. <laughs> uh, Talk about how all their water is chocolate water. Do it. Do <laughs> it. Oh, I've been playing COD lately during my suspension. And I'm getting better. I can't tell if I'm good. Skill-based matchmaking really does a thing. Like, Sandy Ravage will go off and the next game struggle because mm -hmm. there, apparently there are more Sandys out there in the world. And, uh, you know, even he gets matched up with people who are good. But my aim is more on target now. I'm playing smarter. I'm, I bought an aim practicer, which sucks. Uh, I go into against bots and just... You know, it, it takes a while to, like... I've done those. Get it. Have mm -hmm. you? Oh, yeah, yeah. They... They taught me to do it. They're like, what do you... So the headshot multiplier in COD is higher than it's ever been. So if you want to win those ties when you both sort of see each other at the same time, the headshotter wins. So I go in, I put bots on regular, as many as possible, free for all, and just get, you know, like 300 engagements in the next 20 minutes, which is mm -hmm. way more than I'd get otherwise. Exactly. And, uh, and practice. Do you think part of it is that like you're 
instead of just playing on stream now, like you're playing in a way where you're totally focused. And so you're able to like get better instead of worried about chat. He's building hand-eye coordination and muscle memory doing that. I, yeah. Sure. I, but to, to say, does the stream make me worse? A little. I think what in stream in particular, what makes it hard is I play with good players. Mm, and uh, and I, I face really good competition, so I might get a reality check next time I stream and have a stack team, and it's like oh, I still suck. You know, there, <laughs> yeah. there is. I think his name was Melvin. He was a game battles guy. Did callouts all game long. He succeeded all night long. But if he's in my party, I'm gonna struggle because he yeah. brings in the talent. I had my best night of Tarkov ever last night. I, I, I just nice. There's um there's a map called Reserve, and on that map there's a one of those bosses, and he has um like six bodyguards or something, and they're all like, it's like um the Avengers or something. How each one has a thing, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, this is the shotgun guy. He's got the best shotgun in the game, and then like super mega armor. And oh, this is the sniper guy. He's got like laser eyes and a long range. And I killed. There, I think there's seven of them. And I killed six of them in in one room by myself, and which is like a super, it's incredible. The, the pile mm -hmm. of loot at my feet is worth millions of dollars, and it just keeps piling but up. But there's as they one come more left, if my math is right. Class class above killed him, I believe. So oh. we, we got them all. We oh, killed them all, good. and then and and I was blown away. I was I took a screenshot and I showed everybody. And everybody was, was was very excited, and I was very happy. I made tons of money, and I was like, well, that'll never happen again. Very next game, I killed him and and four of them. I killed five of them the next game. So I was just usually when I run into those guys, I just insta die. Mm -hmm. But I think I've got nice. their number now. I've gotten better at the game. I'm 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 really loving the Tarkov. I tried to watch Shroud Tarkov highlights. You know, this is like YouTube highlights. Yeah. It's not like PUBG highlights. Let me help you. Okay. Let me help you. If it, I'm going to link you. The, I'll write his name in here. His name is Fair TX. Mm -hmm. That's that's it. He makes the best um, videos for non-Tarkov players. They have editing, music, and a story. He'll do that bit where he's like, all right, so here's what's going on. Oh. And he'll show you like a downward map. I'm here in this little square building. I've got an enemy here, an enemy here, and one here. All of my le my legs are broken, my arms are broken, and I don't have a surgical kit. It's looking grim. And then he'll pick up from there, and you'll see him do like a bunch of stuff, and he'll be like, "All right." And, and like while he's playing, like let's say like he kills three guys real quick, you'll hear him go, <laughs> <laughs> like like he giggles a lot, and it's it's endearing. <laughs> That's it's, oh, uh, I'm excited because I've watched a lot of Rust videos that are that well done, and I would love to see Stevie it in does those, yeah. Yeah, he's this. He he's better than Stevie. Does this bit where he goes into Microsoft Paint and he's like, "All right, so I got these bad guys here," and he draws like grim, like like in Microsoft Paint, very poorly, like four guys <laughs> with like helmets and and guns with like mean faces. They <laughs> live over there. Um, <laughs> the bad guys are over there. We're the yeah, guys. yeah. Uh, this fair TX guy though, he has um, like custom music every episode and uh, wow. very nice editing. The kind of editing that takes a lot of time, where you have to get um, like extra footage out outside of like your regular mm -hmm. play session and like all these fades and transitions and lots of um, lots of video editing going on. It's it. Ooh. They're fun to watch. He tells a story. I, I know as a as a guy who doesn't have a PKA highlight channel, I shouldn't throw shade, but. Should Sherald not have like a really good editor? You know, he does. He has a couple of them. Okay, so the the clips I've been watching look unedited. Uh, Shroudy Rowdy is his channel, I believe. A Rowdy Shroudy, a Rowdy Shroud, or something like that. It's something mm -hmm. like that. Is is the channel that like he actually has editors working on? I could be on the wrong channel. I don't know, but it's possible. Although, yeah. I mean, his Tarkov doesn't really lend itself sometimes to the sort of fast hitting stuff neither that... does rust but people can make a show that's true yeah i don't know raids get insane but mm. yeah I, I i see what you're saying um, i i watched some of shroud stuff and then uh, you know I, I end up turning it off a lot i like veritas a lot um and i like uh, there's a guy called filthy slob who is the opposite of a filthy slob like he's a real <laughs> clean cut guy with like a really well manicured beard and like 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 this perfectly quaffed hair um uh you watch that... all this on youtube yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there's there's a few guys who like the cool thing about the Tarkov developer, um, this Nikita guy. I don't know if he's the developer, or the owner, or the CEO. Or he's he's the Dana White of Tarkov. Let's just put it that way. Um, he puts streamer items in the game. So like Grimm's has his own shampoo in the game because Grimm's has that long flowing black hair, 
and like one guy has like um his own like gun lube in the game like like they they, they name item in-game items off after streamers and throw them in there white really... boy had that on um slender man i was hmm. always envious of that yeah there was there's two things one i think there was literally a white boy seven street in the game and there was also cool. a goat in the game I'm like, ah, tip of the hat, white boy. You, that's totally for you. Because <laughs> you know, he used to do yeah. a lot of Slenderman videos. Yeah, he did. He made that game big, you know, with a reaction uh, type mm-hmm. videos and stuff. And I wonder what ever happened to that girl who stabbed her friend all those times with that steak knife for the Slenderman in real life. Oh, uh, She's probably in jail. I bet yeah. they let her out by now. Maybe she was like 13. Out. Let's see. I think thirteen-year-olds should have different. Like, I, I just know how dumb I was. Go easy on at the thirteen. Kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even and, and later, some kids are even dumber. <laughs> I, I think they should. If I was twenty and I did that, they should have still tried me as a child. That seems only fair. <laughs> I, I mean, it looks yeah. like she survived. Yeah, she's the girl who stabbed survived. Yes. Yeah, the perpetrators were found not guilty by mental disease or defect. Is that Wait, as awesome as it said. sounds? It's, did they just like, ah, oh, you're kind of mentally defective. We're going to let you go. She's like Frank Reynolds. She has to show that certificate when she goes somewhere. I don't see. I've got donkey brains. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I, you have a certificate that says you do not have donkey brains. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have a certificate that says I don't have donkey brains. What a ridiculous request. Well, it says Weir was sentenced to 25 years to life and indeterminate sentencing or sentence involving at least three years locked confinement and voluntary treatment in a state Jesus. psychiatric institute, followed by communal supervision until age 37. Uh, Geyser was sentenced to the maximum 40 years to life and indeterminate sentence. Da, 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 same thing or uh, and complete uh, or treatment in a state psychiatric institute until complete resolution of symptoms or until age 53, whatever happens. Damn. First. God. So. I wonder if she's like 19 now being like, yeah, I was just dumb at 13. I don't know why they're sentencing yeah, I was me dumb to crap. At 13. I never stabbed someone to death. Yeah. It never crossed my mind. Not even close. To, to be like, man. And you know what? They were, that's probably the closest case to the whole video games cause violence thing, right? <laughs> when I was 17, yeah, I, I stole something. I stole, um, you know, you know what a saw horse? Of course, you know what a saw horse is. At construction yeah. sites, they have like saw horses with blinking lights. Yeah, I took a blinking light once. And yeah, stuff like that's cool. You know what? I always wanted to steal that what? thing you drive past that warns you of your current speed. <laughs> that yeah. whole thing. I, I always wanted, wanted to, to program one, right? Make throw it say MAGA or something. <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to use it. I wanted to set it up and, and and pitch at it and like get instant like speeds on my pitches. But in my head, I was like. I bet it's got a GPS in it, and I'm going to be in my backyard throwing fucking heat, and, <laughs> and the whole sheriff's department's going to show up and haul my ass away, and I'm going to be pitching in some sort of a state prison. No, but your dumb ass is like, but they'll come. They'll see it reading error because I'm throwing so fast, and they'll go, <laughs> we got to get the Braves on the phone. <laughs> whisk out of my country life into the big city where they take me you know what was it? Angels in the no rookie of the year style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're where, like the, where the high school teachers just fucking throwing that hundred mile per hour heat, and they just pick him up. Yeah, yeah. That's you know that could have been. That's your life. a movie that'll make you cry too. When at the end, when he's like, just need one more, hmm. one more. <laughs> Angels in the outfield was good too. They're all good. For like that same thing. We're at the like uh, what's his name? That that black guy at the end is like gonna Danny adopt Glover. him. Yeah, Danny Glover's gonna adopt him. And then he's like, well, you got to, you know, if you, if you want to take me, you got to take both of us. And Danny Glover's like making a, a lifelong decision to adopt kids. And he's like, ah, get in here. You know, like, <laughs> well, he's a professional baseball coach. I think, yeah, I guess that's true. Kyle yeah. mixed rookie of the year with for love of the game. I did, didn't I? Yeah. And for love of the game, that one, he's like, all the boys are here for you. You know, we're all here. We're going to play. We suck. But right now, we're the best in baseball. And it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. Rookie of the Year was the one where he falls, hurts his shoulder, and it gives him, like, oh, ultimate, is what is it, Tommy John surgery, on. where he's just like, 
<laughs> and, then, and then the last pitch in the World Series, or maybe it wasn't even the World Series. Maybe it was just the pennant. That was yeah. the, the the penultimate thing. And he he falls, and his shoulders fine now. Oh no! And so he does like the granny pitch that his mom, <laughs> who played softball, taught him. Yeah, and like the the guy Ugh. who's clearly just Mark McGuire. Yep, is, is, is sitting there with the biggest forearms you've ever seen in your life. Like, got his fucking chewing tobacco in, and like. He had creamed that fucking pitch. Mark oh, McGuire's looking at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd knock that into the fucking bay. <laughs> yeah. I suck. Oh, that's baseball. but that's uh that's yeah. that's Big Head from San Francisco that knocked him into the bay. What's his name? He holds the home run record. Right. It's not so Barry Bonds. I think it's good that we can't remember his name. Yeah, Barry Bonds. Fuck him. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Barry Bonds. Yeah. I feel the same way about Barry Bonds as I do uh like no women joke. who do steroids. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, people who actually do steroids. Ah, my bad, my mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Not people who are falsely accused over and over and over <laughs> and over and over. Uh, <laughs> not the the only people who cleared him was the organization that determines if people cheat. No, he literally was caught for doing steroids, and they made his well, that win one time a no contest. Is it one or two? I need to look into it again. Ah, he's a winner in my book. Champion forever, undefeated, goat. He lost to Matt Hamill. That doesn't count. That's a disqualification for a bullshit. There are many ways to lose a fight, and apparently raining down elbows on your opponent is one of them. Ah, cheatery. (laughs) (laughs) He could have have started farting on Matt Hamill at that point. It would have made a difference. Matt Hamill was done. (laughs) His goose was cooked. He could have beat him in 10 different ways, but Jones chose the one that he can't. I'm looking forward to the next Jones fight. I want to see Jones uh, do his thing. I always want to see Jones do his thing, you know? Yeah. Is he even fighting anymore? Yes. Yeah. He's yeah, actually he's the, the current champion. He's and I keep he's arguing that he's not champion. A, he's, he's he's pub stomping against 185 pounders at 205. Because he killed all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> he's pub stomping. Like, you know, you don't really fight any tough guys. I destroyed all the tough men. They left <laughs> the division or retired. <laughs> I've been doing it for a decade. Uh, if you know it's true, when you if like you look back with a critical eye at how many of his wins are over 185 pounders, it's a lot. Like, and it goes back a long ways. Vitor Belfort, Leota Machida, and his recent wins have been mostly over 185s, plus a Gustafson, Gustafson, maybe. Those Gustafson fights were the first one was amazing, first one and the was... second one. John showed what happens when he trains. Yeah, the first one was a good. Remember, I was saying that when you champ. Like it weighs on people and kind of erodes you. That's mm-hmm. what happened in that Gustafson, Gustafson fight. You didn't take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. John Jones is head and shoulders better than that guy. And not that But that guy is one of the best there's ever been at that weight class. That's the thing about it. Like, Gustafson's so good. I want to see what Cormier does next. Uh, I, I enjoy watching Cormier fight. Um, I want to see what, what happens with Stipe. There's a lot going on. UFC's great. I, uh, I don't I, know how Cormier keeps being competitive. So there's, I, I see it in myself. Sometimes I move like an old man, right? Sometimes I don't. Like I do push-ups, I have really good form or this or that. And then I'll like pick up a napkin off the floor and it's like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, I moved like, like I picture my, my father's partner in the accounting firm. He was a golfer and his back and arms were always just a little high usage. And the way that he picked things up, even at like my age, you know, 45, it was just... I don't know. It, like it, it had an old to it. To watch him walk on a slippery surface, he looked oh. seventy to me. You know, just yeah. the amount of care he took. And every so often, I see sparks of that in myself. If I go down, I might not get back. <laughs> yeah, and you know, whereas like nineteen-year-old me would just run and slide on my feet. You know, but it's like oh. if I take a huge break from squatting, okay. and then I try and squat heavy. Like two days after that, that's how I bend down to pick stuff up. It's like the oh, ah, ooh, ah, <laughs> like it's just like it's just super easy bending over, but you're so sore. Yeah, not looking forward to when that's induced from age and not lifting. Have you been watching the new season of The Expanse? No, it's out. Oh yeah, the whole season. Ah uh, yes. Oh, good times. Yeah, yeah I I've been know. watching. Um, Expectations met. Hmm. Well, I like it. They were a little um, high. Right? We yeah, all, we all I, I'm liking things. the show. Um, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that they go through the ring. 
you know, they opened all those rings last time and there's mm -hmm. a lot of drama over those rings because all those rings lead to other solar systems, hundreds of them. And obviously that's resources. And we have the three factions to consider and how we're going to divvy up those resources. And um, our heroes go to a planet and there's drama on the planet. And that's kind of what the season seems to be about them on this planet dealing with the drama over between belters and uh, and inners. And um, and there's also some proto molecule stuff going on still. Um, it's the, present on the planet. I look forward to seeing. I wonder if there's going to be new intelligent life because right? all the intelligent life we know of are pretty much Earth people. They're humans. Right. Yeah. It, for people who don't know the show at all. Humans move to Mars, form their own sort of thing, and they're little like Russia. Not great resources, really militaristic. For me, that's Russia, Mars. And then there's Belters. These guys are actually a little deformed-ish because they grew up in a low-gravity environment. So they're very tall, weak bones, um, and they're scrappy and poor. You know, they're, I don't know, Nigerians or something, yeah, Sudanese. And uh, uh, But now they're all sort of warring and having trouble and... Maybe temporarily two out of three will be friends and gang up on the other. In any case, are they going to go through one of these rings and meet non-humans? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's um, it. I've enjoyed the season so far. I'm probably four episodes in. Uh, I would say something like that. <clears throat> I, I'm like these half-hour episodes or like the hour. I think long? they're almost an hour. Okay. Hmm. I think so they are. A bit of uh, it's. Maybe I will I'll say this about that. it. It's amazing in 4K. It's mm. incredible. Like, it's one of the best 4K experiences I've ever had. It looks like a movie um, in widescreen 4K. It's like, you know, UHD or whatever. It, that's Amazon calls, calls it UHD 4K. And uh, I had to make sure I was plugged into the right port. I think at first I wasn't with my Amazon device or something. Mm. And because uh, it was giving it to me in 1080 and I did not care for that. But I really like looking at the show. It, it looks great. You game uh, in 1080, right? No, 1440. Okay. Yeah, some top gamers choose 1080. They they prefer frame rate over. Yeah, yeah. I've chosen some sort of a in the middle kind of option so that I can still get uh, decent frames but have the higher resolution. Do you ever pull the trigger on that new PC part you're going to buy? Or are you still using the like you were going to buy a new GPU or something? Were you? Oh yeah, yeah. I did. You did that. Yeah. Oh yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm getting oh, a new I guess monitor. The you're able to take that out is because of that. Okay. I yeah. ordered the new monitor and then like. Three days later, Linus came out with a gaming monitor buyer's guide. It's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but uh, Just don't watch it, and you just believe that you made the right choice. <laughs> I think that's, a good, that's good advice. I, uh, I got an ultra-wide 1440p, and I looked, but my, my 1080 Ti is getting me about 80 or 90 frames. Like It's not as high as I thought it was going to be uh, at ultra-wide 1440p in Call of Duty. But uh, this thing does 120 hertz, and it has G-Sync, so it won't be torn and such. And I'm hoping I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tarkov's what I'm playing right now, and it's incredibly demanding. So at times I'm still dropping um, below 60, but mm. most of the time I'm high 90s or so, like 80, 85 to 95, something like that. Which, I mean, if you, Shroud, I think, has two 2080 TIs, he has a hard time keeping it much higher than that. Mm, I didn't even huh. think of SLI. But mm -hmm. That's a good idea, too. I don't know. We'll see where this goes. If I, Keep game. There's a fair chance that like spring rolls around and I game less. Yeah. But um. Anyway, I've been having fun with COD and I suck a little yeah. less. I it, every so often like I remember I described myself as being like not someone you want on your team. It's an act of kindness. When I played with you, that, that was the situation. Now they're more than half of the games. I'm an asset. Good. Good. I'm coming back to it as soon as they release the Battle Royale for sure. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, because like, I, I, Battle Royale is, is what I love the most. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely coming back, back to it when they, when they release that for sure. Uh, until then, I think I'm going to stick with Tarkov. It's just really, really addictive. I'll give it a go soon. You're always progressing. I mean, I have, at this point, I have a hideout with a Bitcoin farm in it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and every GPU I get, makes that Bitcoin farm more powerful so that it forms more Bitcoins per day. And those Bitcoins are worth quite a bit of currency and they're good for trading to the dealers within the game That's, for items. You don't have to grind all the time. You can have money making operations. I have passive income in game. Yeah. <laughs> Minecraft does that. And it's nice. Like finally you have some resources and you're not like 
scaving all the time, starting mm-hmm. it from zero. The rust is the opposite, really. Rust. Rust is the opposite. Rust, you you're always just going from rich to poor to to rich again. I like this because you can earn your way to to being middle income fairly quickly, and uh, and I like that. Like like I I wouldn't say I'm wealthy right now, but I can afford anything in the game I want, and I can afford to lose it and then buy it again and lose it again, and I really won't care. That can get to be too much, right? Like the drama, go, like the tension disappears when you can buy anything you ever want all the time. I mean, I it's lessened somewhat. Like early on, I had like, all right, this is my one gun. Mm-hmm. I lose this. Maybe I'll borrow one from Larry. I'm sure Larry will hook me up. But like at, the, at, at this point, at least it's not that. But still, like I was playing the other night and there are these rooms called marked rooms and keys are very valuable. They randomly drop through in, in the map or they spawn very rarely in certain locations. They o- open certain doors within the game and within those doors are the chance for very valuable items to spawn. The chance. You, you never know what's going to be in there. Mm-hmm. And so turning, opening these doors within the map, you're like, big money, big money, big money, big, big money. Oh, two 12-gauge slugs. Well, I turned the key and there's like a weapons case there, which is like a $1.2 million item. And it's like, all right, we'll sleep. Got to go. Got to go. And so now <laughs> the whole game is about escorting me to the extraction point with my $1.2 million item, which is more valuable than everything the rest of us have combined. You know, it's, yeah. it's, um, there's it's moments like that. And, or, or when I killed all those six raiders the other night and I had all of their gear in my backpack, I have like six guns and six helmets and all the best armor. And, and I'm just like, let's get the fuck out of here, man. Let's just go. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely still has those heart pounding moments that I that I really look for in gaming. Glad you're still having fun with it. This is this is a long Kyle phase. Yeah, I would say yeah. Kyle's been into Tarkov a little longer than I still think Rust is the best game I've ever played, and I would go back to Rust, but I don't think like I don't feel like it's healthy. Like I can play Tarkov for thirty minutes. I, I played a, I played thirty minutes of Tarkov today. Um, you know, like right before we got on, I hopped on for thirty minutes and played thirty minutes, and I might play another two hours tonight. Then I'm done. I'll go watch some TV or I'll go hang out. I'm going to watch that uh, Richard Jewell movie either tonight or uh, tomorrow morning. So it's I'm supposed to be that. really good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There's, but, um, there's drama about that. So Olivia Wilde, I think, plays the female reporter. Mm. In the movie, she offers sex to someone, maybe an FBI person, or like the scoop. And mm. a lot of people are like, even Olivia Wilde is like, that never happened. There's been no indication that ever happened. Uh, I view her as a strong, independent woman. And it's like, like a lot of people are like, why'd you put that in there? Why I wish she... a real person would come out. I suck so much cock. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> Every but... story I've got. It's just frankly, picture a frankly, cock. It's, it's un- unbelievable. Literally <laughs> would blow my mind if a woman used sex in any position ever to get some information. It but apparently it didn't happen. This is... This is more fake than it's Guardians of the Galaxy talking raccoons. And he just wrote it in there. It yeah, is okay, I, who cares maybe either way, though? It maybe he was like, oh, it's Olivia Wilde chick. Maybe uh, maybe we can get those titties out. <laughs> I think it's a dumb fucking thing to get up in your, your panties in a bunch about. Who really? cares? It's not like we think you're you, Olivia Wilde. No, 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 no. She's playing a real person, an actual mm-hmm. real-life reporter. And the yeah. indication, and even in this call, both of you were like, she probably did suck dick. It's weird that they put it in a movie if she didn't. She probably fucked some guys just to, you know, I said it'd be funny if she did. I don't believe Okay, okay. I mean, I, I'm with you that didn't. it's a little messed but up. She, that they... I didn't know the actual story. I was just making fun of the fact that I thought she was saying that the idea of a woman using sex oh, or favors no, no. to get no, what she wants. Oh, now I although, see where you're coming from. Although Olivia yeah. Wilde doesn't have much room to talk because she read the script, she agreed to it, then she acted it out over the course of weeks in front of yeah, a camera. Yeah, but she probably didn't yes. make much money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I Oh, fuck. Olivia Wilde is kind of like acting like she's not core and complicit in the way this whole thing went down. Exactly. But people who are... You did it, Olivia. People who are in the universe of the real-life person who's being represented as a cocksucker, you know, to further her career, are like, that was really not a good representation of this poor woman. Yeah, that's bullshit, honestly. I, I, I... I, I'm I'm with you 100. Well, then that's not fair if that chick actually. If they did the if they did the Taylor story and and they're like and and the part where like you're about to be on this show you're like blowing Woody <laughs> <laughs> while I watch and jerk off in the corner. <laughs> Do you think for a second I wouldn't greenlight that? <laughs> I'd be like that's that's the funniest way this show could have started. <laughs> 
I'm absolutely on board. Let's get it going. <laughs> because then as like, soon as I like agree to do the fiction. part and get paid, I can act pissy about it. Afterwards. Wait, wait, wait. Taylor's doing the part. I want to do my part too. Yeah. <laughs> it's all of us. Like, we bring it to like, you know, <laughs> Paramount and they're like, gentlemen, this is a sex tape. <laughs> See, no, no, no. It's a snuff film. Keep reading. The, the part where you all blew each other after this. What did you have to get? There's not a lot of narrative structure here. <laughs> it's just worry, we're going to save money. We're each playing other ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all it is. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, that's the drama around it. Apparently, they're okay. portraying this woman as a literal cocksucker. Well, I'll still watch Hopefully it. I am going to do some research to find out if possibly she was an actual cocksucker, but right. it's bullshit that they portrayed her that way for no apparent reason because that's what I'm hearing right now. That's what I read. I like I'm that. only as good as my Like, what if that's your mom or your sister or your friend or right. something? Or what if that's you? You know, that, that's... <sighs> I forget. Who's the blonde comedian that I like? Maybe Nikki something? In any case, she was talking about blowjobs, and it was fucking hilarious to me. She's like, at first, I thought you just blew on it, right? Everyone says that. And she's like, you wish... Then I thought maybe I wouldn't have to. He's like, I got news for you, ladies. Yes. This is kind of your lot in life. <laughs> You're going to be <laughs> sucking a lot of cock. And uh, it was, I don't know, she, just the way she said it and what she said, it cracked me up. Like, yeah, she's really not totally into sucking cock, but recognizes that. That's uh, what you have to do. It's, yeah. Well, on that, <laughs> <laughs> on that PKN note. PKN 278.